Happy Terrific Tuesday, friends. How are you? I hope your Tuesday has gotten off to a great start. It is, um, it's a beautiful day. It's sunny. It's uh, not too hot, not too cold, um, but just right. So hopefully wherever you guys are, it's the same. If not, and the weather's different, it doesn't matter. Find something beautiful about the day. Find something beautiful just um, about you. Male, female, doesn't even matter (laughs) what gender you are. Just in in other words, just find something beautiful in the day. So it shocks me that I'm even on here Tuesday during the day, but um, I'm happy that I am because I want to know how many of you, like me, are struggling with, let me not say, I'm not going to say struggling, like, let me use the word, it's becoming a challenge, I think starting off in my mind first, and which is why my body is not following, but like, I have started this whole no bread thing, and let me stop, let me put a pin right here to say, I love to eat, I'm not, you know, I'm not, um, a healthy sized woman. Um, but you know, I mean like regular, like normal average size female, you know, but when I tell you, I could have sworn that I would be able to eat till I'm 150 years old, just about, and not see any effects. I don't know what was going on in my mind, like any effects for my body, but like they've said, and like people say, you know, when you hit your thirties, something changes and it's like, ah, uh, well maybe for you, but not for me because I know how to do this thing. Right. So I love to eat, always love to eat. Um, and so, but I've seen like in the, I don't know, maybe I have ignored it. Because this is just did not start. After my third child was born, let me see, he's six right now. I kind of attributed a lot of that to like not losing the in quote, you know, quotation marks ears, baby weight. But there's no baby weight. It's total adult weight. And that's just the truth of it. You know, the truth shall make you free. <laughs> the truth will make you free. But you just got to speak it. You know, just got to get out your mouth. So this is no baby weight. This is just gluttonous adult weight and so anyhow I just decided this past week because my husband and I have been walking for about two weeks now we've walked we're walking and I'll walk through the walk run uh you know walk three minutes run one minute and that's been good I don't like exercising I don't like any form of like concentrated exercising if it's dancing I'm gonna do it because I'm a dancer but if it's treadmill, if it's elliptical, if it's like, let's go to the gym and work this out, it's like, absolutely not. I'm vomiting in my mouth, not interested in all of these, you know, I don't know, individuals at the gym, like, yeah, uh, uh, not interested, like absolutely capital N-O-T with 4,000 exclamation points, because it's like, <laughs> for me, it turns to this like... <laughs> people watching event and then I don't go for what I went for I've and now what's really ticking me off is that I'm, I'm wasting money okay I've been there done that and I just it turns into this people watching event and then I just start chuckling in my head about things that I see and then I start like um self-diagnosing folk like mm, are you really here because you want to be are you really here because you're really trying to keep up with the joneses or you're trying to keep up with the smiths or you're just trying to keep up with your girlfriend down the street because she's you know she's getting all the you know all the guys are all over her or because there's some insecurity there so i then i start doing this whole self-diagnosing thing or excuse me not self-diagnosing i'm diagnosing somebody else it just it's a mess it's a freaking circus in my head so i say all that to say you know like all right so we started walking and feeling good and um but it's like this midsection it just makes 
no sense. Like, why are you not going anywhere? And if you are, you're like doing the fake me out because there's some moments I could, you know, like see it's going somewhere and it's like lies, lies and more lies. It's still there. Um, and whereas when, of course, the whole male female thing, right? Um, males, my husband and I will walk same distance, same time. He's burning way more calories than I am. He's walked more miles than I walked. <laughs> Like, why are you say, like, what the heck is this? Like, who, why is this even the way it is? We're, we're made up different, and I appreciate that, and yeah, I do. So, you know, I'm like, all right, so let's just start off with. I always said I don't want to change my eating, I've never dieted because I always took, I as a as a young, as a child, I don't say as a child, but like when I was like a teenager, I would say to myself, or I would say to my friends, whatever, like, when you diet, if you take the tea out of diet you die and I'm not interested in dying over food please I'll just if I'm gonna die I'm gonna die because I'm gonna eat and I'm gonna eat and I'm just gonna die happy so I never dieted but I wish I tried several times to like alter the way that I eat and that still doesn't work because it's like but why do I have to ch- excuse me guys why do I have to change what I'm eating or why do I have to change the amount that I eat you know I can I just eat and then work out and it all you know everybody's happy no so again going back to my initial um, statement, like I decided, all right, bread is my number one, like totally bread and pasta. And I swear that I'm black Italian because I just, I, I mean, I can eat pasta every day, you know, um, or maybe black Chinese because I do rice too. You know, not as much as my pasta, but um, yeah, I mean, I love pasta and bread and anything carby. So I, I decided to start with the one thing that I, I absolutely adore the most and, and, and in any form that it comes in, you know, toasted, paninied, <laughs> wrapped, I mean, regular, just plain bread and, you know, biscuits. I, it doesn't really matter. I just won't eat it like as dough. I mean, I'm not sick like that. So, uh, yeah, so that's it. I decided. And it's it's just, it's only been two days. For real, like, it's only been two days. And yesterday, I had, like, a wrap. So, I'm thinking, well, I'm not supposed to have no, any bread. But I had a wrap and I had, ch- like, chips at this um, restaurant called Southbound uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina. Really good. It's like a, it's a um, Mexican Southern Cal uh um, restaurant. So uh, they did a really good job on that. And I'm, I mean, totally, totally, totally like so delicious. So I did, I had a wrap with stuff in it that was so yummy, but I was so proud of myself because I didn't eat both halves. I I ate only half of the sandwich. And for me, that's a big deal because I am telling y'all, I'm serious. When I tell you, I do not do that. I'm like, I'm finishing all my food. I'm not interested. I'm totally Mikey garbage disposal. I'm not throwing my food out. Just not happening as we're spending money and I'll be darned daggummed my friends if I'm going to toss my food out in the garbage Mm -mm, there are people dying all over the world I am not going to throw food as though it's I'm just throwing out a piece of um it's like you know I don't know like a wrapper or or a piece of paper I'm not doing that but yesterday I did not I I boxed up the other half so I'm like okay this is progress though I'm having a wrap and I'm not supposed to because I told myself and I made a covenant with myself that I was not going to do it and I kind of kind of sort of broke the covenant I mean I guess I broke it so I've you know I decided well I'm gonna I'm just gonna keep going you know day one down man down but I'm gonna get back up and so yeah I just wanted to see like why I'm just putting the question out there like why is it so hard is it like really mind over matter or is it or is it like 
you've done this all your life, just about all the life that you've lived. So to say no more, to say can't have it or to say that we're going to alter, alter the intake is just like spazzing out the body and the brain. You know, I mean, there's, I'm sure there's different versions of why this happens. Um, you know what I mean? Even like for, you know, for fasting, you know, you're fasting from something, whether it's TV, anything that we do, I guess if you do it so much or you just, you're used to it, then when you say you can't have it, it's like, hmm, why can't I have it? And I guess that our minds just go into, I don't know, like spaz mode. So a little bit of spaz here, but I'm going to make it. So if anybody else is doing that and you just started the process, then please be encouraged. You know, it can be done. The, the good thing is, but it can be done. There's just a challenge and who doesn't like challenges? So rock out. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to finish this challenge strong. I don't care how many weak moments I have. I'm going to finish strong. I, I extend that same idea to you, whoever's listening, whatever you're choosing to do, whatever intentions you're having with your trying to do better, whether it's health, whether it's, you know, your thoughts, whether it's, um, the way that you respond to things, wh- whatever you're challenging yourself to do, but you're doing it for the betterment of you, your body, your soul, your mind, you can do it. You will do it. You just have to say, you know, you just have to put your, put your money where your mouth is. Right. And we can do it together. So, um, in that I want to see, you know, for me, I want to see like, like a banging body. Like I used to have, again, I'm not, I mean, I really am. I'm not trying to, you know, um, brag on myself, but I, I mean, I'm, I'm a, I mean, good sized, good shape. I'm not fat. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not a fat person, but I still see some wiggly areas that need to be tightened and I want to see it tighten, but I can't tighten it. Dare I tighten it up right now? You know what I'm saying? With weights. And then I tighten the little, the fat that I do have. Oh dear God, I would really look like, like a muscular looking, like half size Michelin man. And I, a Michelin woman, I don't want you, I don't want to like, you know what I'm saying? I don't want that fat to turn into muscle. God forbid. It wouldn't work for me. It would not work for Essie. So <laughs> I um I want to see my, you know, I just, I want to see, like, I don't want to have to buy any new clothes, any new sizes. I just, and then for you too, I wonder if you guys are feeling the same way. I know that I'm openly, openly talking about this because it, it just matters. It matters a whole lot. And when you want something and you want it because of the fact that it's going to do you better and, um, You've got to work at it. It's got to be worked on. So my intentions this morning was to really open up with one of my, a scripture that really has, um, I don't know if like blessed me, the whole, the Bible blesses me in, in, in its entirety, but something that was on my heart. And, um, the title of this podcast is how far will your anger take you? So, you know, I was going to start off with the scripture, but then I started thinking about this weight thing and I'm like, hold up a minute. I gotta, I gotta have a truth moment. I know that I'm just going to speak it out because this is, man, this is hard, but it's doable. It's, it's attainable. So I was going to start out with, um, Romans 12 again. I know, uh, the corrosion podcast, I read Romans 12 too, about not conforming yourself to the world, but here in Romans, um, I think 16, Romans 12, verse 16, uh, I'll start off with that. Yeah, I think I'll start off with that verse because that's where I really want to pay attention to mostly. But it says, live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but readily adjust yourself to and to people, you know, 
in um, brackets, it says to people and things, but I'll just, I'll read the scripture without the brackets. It says, I'm sorry, I'm going to start again. It says, live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but readily adjust yourself to and give yourselves to humble tasks. Never overestimate yourself or be wise. Hint, hint, don't be conceited. Um, be wise in your own conceits. Repay no one evil for evil, but take thought for what is honest and proper and noble in the sight of everyone. If possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. And so that um, that really had me thinking. And um, then I, I decided to go back a little bit more in the scriptures, which you can read, you know, I would say, I would say read, um, for yourselves, but it talks about love in verse nine, you know, loving, you know, letting your love be sincere and, you know, holding fast to what's good, loving one another with brotherly affection. And, and, um, verse 11 talks about never lagging in your zeal and earnest endeavor. I like that, you know, be a glow and burning with the spirit serving the Lord. So Again, I, that was my, my goal this morning to start off with that. But in this, I wanted to kind of approach you guys with a question today, it, it was keeping that scripture and those verses in mind, but more so specifically to living in harmony with one another, you know, not being haughty again, but readily adjust yourselves to and give yourselves to humble tasks. Um, so how far will your anger take you? If at all? And I, I'm sorry, I'm still thinking out loud, but, you know, living peaceably with everyone, with all men. How far will your anger take you? So I, I don't know if I've said in my other podcast, but I can go from zero to 60 very, let me just say zero to a hundred. I mean, I can go there in, in a snap of a finger. Um, I respond in anger a lot. Most of the time, whether it's talking very strongly to someone or, um, kids or anybody, if I'm, if I, if there's something said that I, I feel is stupid, you know, and this is just me being, just being truthful. I do believe in, there are stupid questions. Some people say that there aren't, but that's a lie. There are stupid questions. And in my world, there's such a thing. And I don't, I don't like to be bothered with stupid questions or whom I consider to be stupid people. Not a very nice thing to say or think, but these are things that are said and thought sometimes out of my mind and my, my mouth. So that's one of my pet peeves. I just don't like stupidity. And then there's several millions of other pet peeves I have. And I, you know, over the, the years of me learning and growing and, and um, you know, just experiencing life and really spending, again, getting to starting to apply God's word and just really thinking on those things. You know, it makes me think, how far has my anger taken me? And my anger's taken me like very far, not as far as prison. But I think that if I hadn't been careful, it would have taken me there because in my mind, there are times where I feel like I can really choke someone so they stop breathing. I mean, that's a bad that's a bad thought to have, but it's a true thought. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I know I'm not the only one in this world that sh- that has challenges with anger, that struggles with that spirit of anger. Um, and, you know, the Bible talks about it very, you know, very openly about, you know, never let, don't let the sun go down on your anger, you know, be angry, but sin not. Don't sin when you're angry. Don't do things that, um, out of you because you're being angry, don't act on it. You may be angry. You may have to write, you know, like some people will write a letter or an email and they'll write it in their anger and then they'll delete it. Or, you know, they will, um, do other things or decide I'm going to start thinking other thoughts or go work out that anger, like by cleaning or going to the gym or some other type of extracurricular activity just to kind of get their minds off or walking away from a situation. 
I think that's real big. Walking away from it in that anger, sometimes it's, for depending on the individual, you could walk away, but then let it hus- let it sit there and marinate, and it, it actually makes it worse, because now you're thinking of all the things, and you're drumming back a bunch of history, adding to that, that moment where whatever was said or whatever was done, so it may not be the best thing, but then some people can walk away and drop it. You know, I I take that to be a really, that's a strength. So, you know, I, because of that, you know, I'm like, let me, let me be real and be honest. You know, that's, that's one of the issues, but you know, I, I really go to the scripture a lot that talks about the fruit of the spirit. And I don't know the, the, the verse in scripture right now offhand, but I'm going to look it up before I get off this podcast, but you know, love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, and really knowing that those are the fruits that I, I want. Those are the fruits that I want to demonstrate. Those are the fruits of the spirit of God that I say lives in me because I accepted Jesus. If those are his fruits and those fruits are coming from him, why am I not, why am I not demonstrating that? Why will I so easily demonstrate and will respond in anger at the snap of a finger? At the snap of my finger, I can go from here and start yelling and screaming and, and just tearing an individual up verbally. And it can very well, it's physically, right? So again, but I know I'm not the only one. Um, not everybody responds in anger, but, but you know, there are a lot of people that do. So the question I would have for you today is how far has your anger taken you? Um, if it has taken you pretty far, if it's taking you as far as, you know, jail or it's taking you as far as getting fired from your job. I mean, I have <laughs> so many Wow, so many stories over the years about me and my anger and in the workplace. And looking back on it, it's like, I cannot even believe that you did that. Now that I'm really, really trying to, like I said, apply God's word. It's like you're thinking like, what what was your, what was that thing that caused you? Why did I even get over overly upset about something like that? Because people are people at the end of the day. We know that we can't change people. We can't change the way people think because there's somebody trying to change the way I think. No, that's not happening, especially if I'm saying no, because you're not going to control me. So, you know, what causes us to really, truly be angry? And I think and I think upon thinking and all I've come up with is control. That's the only thing that I can that I can come up with or that I've come and I've run into is that we a have to have control as individuals. And there are a lot of people in this world who are very controlling, but control does not look the same across the board. Control looks, comes in many different shapes, sizes, and forms. So when you think that you're not a controlling individual, but you're getting angry about something that someone says that doesn't sound like yours or your statement, well, then that's, that's a form of control because you want them to say it like you're saying it, right? So that can, get, can go on and on and on and on and on. So you're angry because... Or I've been hurt, right? You're angry because of my experiences. You're angry because I, yeah, I have to have control. You're angry because you're bossy. You're angry because somebody said something to you and you were embarrassed, you know, so that we can go, you know, we can go on for, for hours on this one. But in that moment of anger, where did it take you? Did it take you out? Like, did it take you outside of your body? Like an out of body experience? I know I've had some of those moments. I've had some of those moments. So this is not to judge anybody, right? I speak on it and I speak on it from from my aspect because I, you know, I don't I don't ever like listening to people that always have the answers but they've never experienced what they're they're answering or they're talking about. So if that's just me. I want to know that well how will you know how to to do something different if you have never felt those feelings of 
you know, this thing that you're talking about. I want to always make sure on this podcast that I'm giving you nothing but truth, you know, nothing but the truth in me. And then I can add to that the truth of God to show you that in actuality, yeah, the Bible does talk about it. Yes. And the Lord says, do not be angry. That is, that is a bad thing. That is not something, that's not where I dwell. I don't dwell in anger. And when you're being angry, you're not operating under my spirit. You're operating under, some people say the devil, some people say the enemy. You're operating under that opposite spirit, the Satan, devil, enemy, spirit. You know, and so I never could, I some most, in you know, the past I'm like, nah, not really because I'm not the devil's child. But, but... While I'm not his child, that is the way that he responds. That is something that the enemy would, that's where he lives. So that would be taking from his, his side of the fence and, and applying that to my life. And the more you do it, it kind of, it, it breaks everything down. It breaks everything down. Just like in corrosion, it, it will break you down up, up to the point of death, stroke, heart attack, you know? Blood vessel popping. I mean, you name it, stress. Stress turns into several different forms. So I think about those things again. And, and, you know, so I just approached this question to you today. You know, how far has your anger taken you and how far will you continue to let it take you? At what point will you say it is not worth my life? It is not worth people just, you know, not respecting the things that come out of my mouth because they look at me as an angry black woman. Or they look at me as an angry white male. Or they look at me as an angry Latina woman. Or they look at me as an angry, you know what I'm saying, Asian. Or or we can go again on and on and on. No, that's just not something that you should want. You would want, even for yourself, your health, mental health, your physical health, you know, your spiritual health. I mean, it's it's really, really important. I just, and so I, 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 put it out there. So of course, as I'm going through, and then I come upon the scripture and it's like, yeah, you know what? Live in harmony, live in harmony. What will it cost you to live in harmony with other people? It doesn't cost you anything, but (laughs) harmony. It doesn't cost you anything. A smile, a hello, a good morning. Instead of a roll eye, like that, that eyebrow that stands up, you know, on the top of the left eye or the right eye, whatever, you know, whichever eyebrow works for you, you know, the whole like squinted eye thing, the the attitudinal way of life, because everybody's looking at me. I mean, truly, truly, obviously you do know that, you know, most of the time people might be, you know, facing you, but may not even have a thought, a thought about you in in any shape or form, because it has nothing to do with us as individuals. Don't be conceited. Obviously, don't overestimate yourself. So when you walk around with attitude, it costs a lot because, you know, I know for me personally, at the end of the day, my head will start. I'll have headaches. You know, my neck will be hurting. And all that I could come back to is the, the way that I've been acting like a freaking monkey, like a, you know, like a, like a, you know what I'm saying? Like a, like a zoo animal. Like, no, I mean, nobody else asked you to act that way. You acted that way because you chose to act that way. Because either A, you just, you're feeling some kind of way, you're feeling salty because this is the way that you've always been. And this is the way you believe that you should be. But it costs you more energy. It costs you um, more, um, I think, more of your life to walk around, not, you know, to walk around, is it, I don't know, and unharmonious 
or disharmonious. It's either un or disharmonious. So if you're if you're walking around and you're living harmoniously and you're you're living peaceably with men, it does not matter if the person on the opposite side of you is full of attitude. It does not matter. You know, biblically speaking, and this is where I could see things differently now because I've been applying God's word to see things and to see what he's been saying all along, you know, just it does change it changes the way that you see things, it changes the way that you see the world, it changes the way that you see yourself. If nothing else, it changes the way that you see out of those rose-colored glasses when you start to apply the word. So, you know, I would say again, you know, live harmonious. I guess it's the message of the day. Like your anger, you your anger can take you very, very, very far. <laughs> I'd say anger could take you all the way to the casket easily. Harmony, peace, love. I mean, you're still eventually can get to the casket, right? You can get in some people who have been the the um the nicest, most kindest, most loving people in the world, you know, they've left this earth and they've gone hopefully to heaven, you know, and, 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 you know, I would say that, well, their love that they had for others or the way that they lived harmoniously, they still ended up leaving this earth because it was their time, but anger wasn't part of hopefully the reason why they left, right? That, that broke down their bodies. It was something else, something unexplainable. Sometimes it is explainable, but it was just their time. So, but at least while they were here, they were able to enjoy that time more so because of the love that they had, because of the harmony that they lived in, regardless of what other people did or said or how they acted. They didn't allow that to change them, you know. And so I say to you, you know, play with the idea, play with play with the, the mind, your mind set in what will it hurt me if I did live in such a way where I was, I was intent, I had the intention to live harmoniously with people, even when they did not want to live because they have something going on in them. Just like the misery loves company idea, right? Like misery does love company because it's miserable, right? Obviously. So why be that person's company? No. Why don't you be my company? I'm harmony. Okay. Not e-harmony. Okay. Not a plug for this at at all. (laughs) So Please be clear, it is not about harmony. But I live in harmony and I want you to come over to my side because I think once you come over here, your life will never be the same. Versus, hey, Mr. Miserable, you want my company? Oh, sure. So we can both be miserable and then die and die miserable? Absolutely not. You know what I'm saying? And so think about that. Think about like how long have you lived in, in your world where you jumped to anger so fast? How does that, how's that worked out for you? Cause I know it surely has not worked out for me. And yeah, you may have been in some fights and you feel like, yeah, you know, I won this fight or whatever, but, but okay. What, what did it do for you today? I mean, has it taken you to another level? Has it progressed you? Has it taken you to a place where you could say, Hmm, this is exactly where I wanted to be in my life because I'm successful in the, in a place where financially successful I am. Um, let's see, physically successful. If it hasn't done anything good for you, then you may want to try something different. Cause I know that you don't want to be insane. I'm sure you don't want to live in a world of insanity thinking that the one thing that doesn't really work for you has worked for you, but you're still in the same place that you started four or five years, 10 years ago. That's not, you know, it's not the way that you want to be. So just, I would say again, like really think on these things, really take some of this word and like apply it and say, but what will it do? Try it out for a day, from a day to two days, two days to a week, a week to two weeks and so forth and so forth. And then you'll start seeing like, I've been seeing like, then let me, let me 
okay, so now harmony, this is good. This is good when I see that I can smile at somebody and their, their mad face turned into a smile too. What a beautiful face you have. I wouldn't have known that because you're walking around angry. I've done that. I've done that where I just smile at folk that are looking angry because people have done it for me and they've done it to me. And it changed the way that I thought that the rest of the day, it made my head stop hurting, you know, because uh, tenses and stresses you out when you are so angry that when you kind of smile and you start having a, you know, a, a, a look, excuse me, when you start looking at things in the good, it, might, it, takes, it takes like this load off of you. So again, try it. And that will change and maybe change your thoughts on complaining and complaining, you know, so you may start to a place where you say, I'm, I'm going to start to just, uh, instead of complaining, start giving thanks to God, right? That's in First Thessalonians 5, 16. Just give thanks to God for everything. I'm paraphrasing my ways. You know, pray without ceasing, but which is the verse ahead of it. But, you know, in all things, give thanks to God in all things, not some things in all things. Watch, watch how spiritually your soul and your spirit, something changes and something happens really supernatural that I can't explain. Um, And maybe on another podcast, I'll talk about, you know, the struggles that I had about a year ago um, financially when I did get uh, fired from. Sorry about that, guys. You know, I wasn't I wasn't let go because of my anger, but and so, like I said, another podcast, maybe the next podcast I'll share with you. But there was a moment where I was, you know, I was devastated that I didn't have control of my situation at that point and months after. And, you know, financially it was such a struggle for me and my family. And I stopped complaining and I stopped whining about where I was. And I really started just thanking God for all things, thanking him for where I was, thanking him for the experience, for the, you know, for the place that I was in, because there was something that I needed to learn. And there was something that I needed to see. And really what I needed to learn and see that uh, I needed to trust God in that moment, right? The Bible talks about trusting the Lord all throughout the Bible, right? It's, it's a, it's about believing that he has your best and he has your back, has your best interest. And in that moment, when I started to, you know, just to thank him for everything that, that came to mind, for everything that I could think of to thank him for. Like in my car, I mean, it just something happened, something wonderful happened. He really started to lift that load. And these are when I say supernatural, this is, these are unexplainable events that happen. They are they're real. Right. I'm not. I don't want to speak from a very mystical and mysterious world. No, I'm not. I'm just as practical of an individual as you're going to find. But I do respect and I I respect um, God and his infinite power. I respect everything about him. And I would not have known to had I not experienced the things that I experienced. Like I said, about a year ago, I would not have known that when the Bible talks about he will deliver you out of all of your afflictions. He will. He really, really will. I wouldn't have known that when he says, I, you know, I will supply all your needs according to not our riches and glory, his riches and glory. You know, he'll supply those needs. I would not have really, really understood what that meant if I, not me as a child growing up, because see, at that point, I can only refer back to what, how I, how I grew up and what happened, but my mom could speak on those things, right? Because I, but I was a byproduct of that. But when it happens to you, to you, as a person individually, and now you have little people that are depending on you and you're depending on God because you're his child. You know, it, it makes a difference when you really take God's word and apply it for 
just face, at face value, just face value. Don't have to add to it. You don't have to take away from it. You just have to do exactly as he, as he wants us to do. And so again, I, I, I was saying that to say, you know, if you're looking at it from the place of, if, if we're just talking about um, wanting to change something and wanting to, to be different and say, I don't want to be angry when I respond. I want to begin to just be harmonious in my response. I want to live peaceably with men. That will start to um, ignite some of the other, some of the other things in our lives that you, that, that are not godly responses, that are not any parts of the fruits of his spirit. It will begin to spark the desire to want to now hit some other areas in your life that bring you down versus raise you up. So, you know, that's how I got to the part of complaining and thanking him and and some other areas that we just don't maybe even know that we're not willing to think about until you sit to have like a reflective moment. So hopefully this has been a lot. I've said a whole lot um, from having a hard time <laughs> wanting to lose weight to the scripture that talks about, you know, Romans 12, 16 to 18 you know, living harmoniously, you know, and I would, I would encourage you to read the rest of, you know, Romans 12, you know, Paul, the apostle Paul is talking to the Romans and, you know, he's kind of giving them some words of encouragement and advice and, um, you know, what we should do, you know, as, as Christians. And I thought that was, um, it's, but it's such a, even though it was written thousands, thousands of years ago, it still applies to us today. It's still very, very relevant and you will see a difference. You will see a change. So it's from that to, and I, you know, I talked about also some other things in our lives that we aren't, that aren't good. I mean, they're just not good. It's not good to walk around thinking that you all that. And then some a bag of chips, ahoy and a quarter water. That is not cute. Okay. It's conceited and there's a self-esteem issue. Because anyone that's truly confident does not need to show the world that they're confident because they already know it. So when you know it, you can walk in it and you can walk humbly in it, not conceited. So if that is you, that's fine. Take Go into the mirror and, and start to, un, to peel some of that off and see why and get to the heart of the matter, right? So... I think that's much of what I wanted to talk about today. Um, I always want to encourage everybody that listens. I always want to um, let you know that you're not alone in any of the struggles and challenges and fights. If it's not something that I have experienced, something that you're going through, trust and believe somebody else, others, millions of other people have experienced maybe what you're going through and more than likely are experiencing much worse or have experienced much worse. So you're not alone. And ultimately, your father in heaven creator and father hopefully it's father for everyone that everyone that's listening to this podcast but if he's not your father because you have not chosen for him to be your father i pray that you i really truly pray that you will you will seek him enough to want to find out why he needs to be your father why you need to allow him to be your father right because he's created you but he's given you the right to choose the freedom of choice and he's got you know he but he knows all about you because he's created you so you know, I mean, ultimately, your father or your creator and or father, let me say it right, um, is there for you and has and has experienced way more than I think that the Bible has has the opportunity to record. And it understands and has been there and is your intercessor and is your savior and is everything that you need him to be for you and in your life. You don't have to look for to anybody for validation. You don't have to look to anybody for confirmation. You don't have to look to anybody for anything that's 
that nobody else has created you to be and to do because nobody has, and I've said this before, there's no one in this world, the only person that has, that has any lineage to you, of course, are your siblings, but your mother that you sat in water in that mother's stomach for nine to 10 months, okay? And has, has been the conduit for you to be in this world. So you don't, you don't have to look to anyone for anything, anything except your father first. He will give you or, or your creator, if that's what you choose to, your creator, if you want to give him a chance to, and allow him the opportunity, you know what I'm saying? Like to really, to really give you, give, give him the chance to show you, he will. But you got it. You have to accept him. You have to accept him as your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because you can't benefit from from someone that you've chosen to to exclude, you know, so um, he has he's has everything that you need. He will take care of everything. Yes, he's going to use people. He will use people and situations to provide those things for you. But he is the ultimate source. He's the person. So if, in fact, there's someone on this podcast that has never accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and you feel in this moment that you have nothing to lose but everything to gain, then I would say to you to read Romans 10, 9. um, Because if you acknowledge and what it says is because if you acknowledge and confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and in your heart believe that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is all that you would have to do. Confess with your lip. Acknowledge. First thing is to acknowledge. Then to confess with your lips. That Jesus, you know, that Jesus is Lord. And in your heart, believe. So acknowledge, confess, and believe that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. He will come into your heart if you ask him. And he will clean you up from top to bottom. And won't ask you for anything except to give over all the things that dirt that that muddied you up in, in the first place. He's going to deliver you. His blood's going to cover you, but he's going to want to trade off your anger for joy, right? Your haughtiness and your and in, in, in impatience for patience. He's gonna. There's going to be a trade off. It's not going to happen overnight. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. It won't happen overnight. But it will happen if you trust and believe him and allow him to. Allow him the room to be your father, to take care of you. You know, so I end on that, on that note. And um, I hope that you guys have a beautiful, wonderful, awesome, amazing, spectacular, stupendous, sensational day. And um, I look forward to hearing from any of you again on your corrosion Um the corrosion questions I left last week or this week, which is how far will you let your anger take you? Or one, how far is your anger taking you? And even, you know, so that's past. I guess it's a you know question from the past. But even today, how far will you allow it to take you? How far? Where do you where do you stop? Where? You know, does it take you to the point of crying, headaches, um, you know, does it take you to the point of you being physical, verbally abusive? How far does your anger take you? But don't forget the scriptures. Don't forget uh, Romans 12, uh, 16 through 18. And most importantly, for those of you that, again, have not confessed salvation, don't forget Romans 10 and 9. 
All you need to do is acknowledge, confess, believe, and all that's in between. That's it. And ask God to come into your heart. He'll clean you up day by day if you let him. Only if you let him. Um, So until next time, beautiful people, I will speak to you soon. Great day.